Welcome to The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Pam, and I'll be joining you every week alongside my girls, Denise and Cousin Dan. Every episode, we'll be having real conversations, including the good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly. Although we are three women in different stages of our lives, one single, one married, and one divorced, we can still share our experiences together with love, faith, and a glass of wine in hand, of course. We know you're going to enjoy listening in and riding along this journey we call life with us together. Listen in as we talk, as we get real, and as we get raw. Here we are. Sheer Therapy. So welcome to another episode of the Hot Seat Sheer Therapy podcast with Pammy, Danielle, and Denise. So today we're going to talk about a hot topic TV show that we've been binging. Well, me and Denise, Danielle's still going. And it's called Sex Life. Yes. So um, it's been quite a hot topic at the salon. Uh, I think there was a day we were in there where every client in the chair was getting hot and bothered talking about it. like we were all talking about it i think there was one guy in that day actually and he felt pretty uncomfortable but we didn't care Mm. because everybody was obsessed with the show and we all saw like different episodes so we were like oh we can't say exactly what's happening we ought to wait but um yeah it's a really good show i got denise into it denise i think binged it in two three days three days Oh, Denise, you're done three days. Yeah. Normally I don't, I'm not a person that watches shows like on Netflix. And so I, I never understand how people binge watch, but I kind of like, I, I, I watched it. Then I went away and I watched it again. It's short, right? So it's eight episodes. Were you hot and bothered? No, not hot and bothered more. Just like, like a lot of, a lot of the stuff kind of relates to pieces of my life. Don't make Denise fool you, eh? So let's rewind. On Sunday, we spent a night away for Danielle's birthday. Denise is a Libra. I'm not sure if you guys know, but she sways back and forth. And we started the show (laughs) 10 minutes in, like two minutes (laughs) in, she's like, oh no, this is dumb. I can't watch it. No, it's a stupid show. Turn it off. Then like 20 minutes in, oh God, I already know what's going to happen. And then by like the last five minutes, she's like, yeah, yeah, you got to play the next one. And then by the next one, she watched episode two. Then she's like, oh God, yeah, this is great. Oh, then it's like, nope, can't get into it. Then 2 a.m. We're like laying on the couch to fall asleep. This girl wants to sit up and chat like I'm tired. This girl's going in like, yo, but no, but seriously, like, you know, but did you see the part? But like, and I'm like. Denise, I'm so happy you love it, but it's two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Can I go to bed? Is it the sex that people like, like the sex scenes? Or is it the storyline? Denise? 
Um, <sighs> I think for me, it's the storyline. Yeah. Because some of the stuff you can relate to and understand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can you elaborate, please? <laughs> like, what's relatable about it? Is it the sex or the storyline? No, like, for example, the storyline, like what it's like when you're married. Speaking to the mic, Denise. Say oh, like what, it's, what it's like when you're married. And if there's like, you know, you're comparing like your current husband to like your past relationships. Right. In terms Denise of looks how- like Denise looks like she's tiptoeing around shit. Look at her face. <laughs> Just say what you want to say, Denise. Um, it's like, um, it's like, all right, I'm just going to cut it close. Are women comparing their current situations to their past? Like, can you not help but sometimes watch the show and be like, fuck, I wish I had that again. Yeah. A hundred percent. People are watching it like that because again, for me, I said the only thing they could have done a little bit better, but they obviously it's TV. So you need the drama, right? They made Cooper. So if you haven't seen the show, Cooper, if you haven't seen the show, maybe you shouldn't listen to this or you should go watch it. But Cooper is like the husband from the heavens. And I have a couple of friends who have Coopers, like hundred percent Coopers, but Cooper has like his flaws are like manageable for the day to day. Like he is a doting husband, dad, like so respectable, um, does everything. Wife doesn't have to work. He supports anything she wants to do. She wants to go back to school. He supports. She wants to stay home. He supports like eats her food, doesn't complain. He's just like that upstanding guy, very handsome, dresses nice for work. Everybody loves him at work. Like he's just like the man of the year. We're like, okay. then she has this past, which is also really exaggerated. So like she had that crazy passion, thrill, all of that stuff. But she was also like into like some Kama Sutra type stuff and um, where she was really like extravagant. Right. So it's like, of course, many people can compare. I had like a wild past, but. I also have a marriage now, but it's not as like that marriage just looks so perfect. Like Cooper should have been maybe like he had a kid from another baby mom or like maybe Cooper was like a little bit more of an asshole or like a little bit arrogant. And that would have made it a lot more realistic. And then maybe she had her wild past, but like she didn't have to be like doing Kama Sutra. You know, and I think I think it is very realistic because it shows you that at the end of the day, the woman, the woman never wants the good guy. They always that want the bad. They always yeah. want the they always want the bad guy. So then yeah. it makes you kind of think about it. Okay, well, why do you why do you always want the bad guy? Like why do you, why? Would but you they want, want the bad guy sexually, or that's who they want as their partner. She, like as their, she wanted her, him as her partner. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's also there, there's something in women who need like, like you, you search for fixer uppers, right? Mm -hmm. Like women are natural nurturers and we take care of people and all of that stuff. So it's like, we always got to fix a problem, right? So if you find this person and they've got a bit of, because the bad boy is not necessarily the bad boy. He's just got baggage, Like he's emotionally or mentally, something is messy. 
Like the Cooper guy, like there's nothing messy. He's just like a workaholic because he wants to provide for his family. Where like the other guy, he has some sort of mental, emotional, like thing he needs support in. And because we're women, we look for that because we think, oh my gosh, I'm going to fix them or I'm going to help them. You know, like it's just natural. Like we, why are the mental cases always so passionate? Like, is it passion or is it mental? I just think if you're overly passionate in a loving way, you're overly passionate in all areas. When you're angry, when you're sad, when you're loving, you cannot be have selective passion disorder. Like it just doesn't work that way. Like mm-hmm. I'm overly passionate person, very overly passionate. You can control to an extent when you have your passions in other areas. That's why like I think maybe you guys have seen me angry twice and an emotional mm-hmm. basket case a couple times Danielle has seen, but I try to control that amount because I know I can get blackout. Like if I'm angry, I can get blackout angry where like I might break something like harm, like who knows? And I just don't do it. I don't allow myself to get there because I know mm. the same passion I have for people in a loving way if you tick me off the wrong way, it's going to come out just as hard. Like you can't be passionate. That's why people who just coast, they coast in their anger, they coast in their love. Like they're just one, like, you know what to expect. Right. So, but I think it's just like, you think that you can fix them or there's something about it that wakens your soul and gives you a rush maybe. Yeah. But after I started watching it a lot, I think Cooper has flaws too. Cooper is not perfect. Like a couple of things stood out with me with him. Like, for example, when, you know, they had this, I guess we're going to spoil it, but they had problems in the marriage of what was going on with her stepping out. And they went to that party and he says, like, how can I ever look at you again? You're like flawed. And like our family is has a stain and everything is a stain on it. Like he has these unrealistic ideas of trying to maintain this perfection that's not even achievable, which mm-hmm. puts like huge amounts of stress on him. So like I wondered to myself, like, what is wrong with Cooper? Why he stays so far away from from being being imperfect? Yeah. Like, why is it so why is it so hard for him to kind of deal with the fact that, yeah, you guys may have a stain like this is reality? Like, yeah, so maybe two will talk about it. And then also too, like what you mentioned, you know, sometimes like when he was at the party and the guy, how he was aggressively punching the guy. Yeah. That was pretty aggressive. So you see, he has, he has his tickers, like he has his stuff, his, his demons as well. Mm -hmm. He seems very repressed. Yes. Like for the sake of showing face, he'll repress a lot, but it's all bubbling in there. But it bubbles up inside. So maybe in season two, if there is one, you'll get to now peel the layers of who is Cooper. Because there has to be a reason why he fights so hard for this perfection. Maybe his childhood was imperfect. But we don't know about his family. We don't know about his childhood. We don't know, you know, but because like, seriously, what man like, I don't know, it's rare to me his dreams and his goals in life were to go and seek the perfect house, seek the perfect wife, have the perfect children, never look, never sway, never look, who knows? Maybe his dad was like a serial cheater and that really turned him off from things, but we know nothing about Cooper. 
It's all funny I took too. away. Yeah. Oh, go on. All I took away from the show was this. If it's the show that I'm thinking about, <laughs> I want nipple implants to be like her nipples. She has very big, fat, protruding nipples, and I want. I want those nipples. I would, I would never wear a bra if I had those nipples. I know. I said to Kevin when we were watching it, like they're like mountains. She has like really big nipples. She has huge nipples, and I realized that if that's one surgery I want to have, I would like a nipple add-on. Why? Well, <laughs> I just I really want big implant. fat nipples like her. There must be. There's something out there for anything. So I think I found what my plastic surgery bowl is. (laughs) I think she actually got her boobs done halfway through the show. Because if you look towards some of the end scenes, she has like breastfeeding mom boob where it's like. That's what I was asking myself. So you guys would know this. Are those breastfeeding nipples? Um, But I mean, she's not really breastfeeding for real. And who gives up their child? you get breastfed for a movie sorry this is like sidetracked but i I think they chose her as well based on those nipples like those nipples are situated in the show to be big like that for a reason yeah those are big nipples i don't know well like any anyways yeah those are big nipples (laughs) yeah thanks for that input dan um but what i was gonna say was it's funny how you say the bad boy, right? And the one who has issues, but we'd say Cooper's the good guy. But is he not the bad boy or is he just a like suppressed good guy? Could be su- he could. You don't even know. We, we never right? really get to understand who he really is. But then also I want to know, like, is there actually a man out there who exists who would do what he did? Follow the guy, like study the the diary, try to keep up to really... Please, like, but what makes Cooper good? Like, what about him makes him so good? His he's his like the stereotypical, like, yeah, he's just like loyal, stable. comes. But again, that could be boring to somebody, right? Like, she's loyal, but he's edge. a workaholic, so he's a little bit neglectful of her. I don't yeah. think he. I don't think. But did you see the opening scene when, yes, did you see the opening scene? And it, it's hard again because we're talking to Denise who doesn't really care as much about emotion as she does about providing life and just stability. But did you see the opening scene when he came home and he's like, there is my girl. And he walked right past the wife. That's what I'm saying. The child. I don't and see why people like, think oh. he's a perfect husband. I just, or she tried to like get like kinky and romantic in the shower. And he was like talking about work and how stressed he was. And I don't see how he's stuck in the good house. Husband. She's stuck in the house all day with her kids. And she just wants some adult time. And he's just like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. But even when, even when Cooper decided to give her what she wanted towards the end, it still wasn't enough for her. The she friend bothers me. He wants the best of both worlds. <laughs> she wants to have her cake and eat it too. And in that, and that's a dangerous combination. You can't have it. But that's where, I'm, that's where I'm saying it's like the guy Cooper's trying to be what the guy was doing for her, but it's not she doesn't want what the guy was doing for her. She wants the guy. But the guy Can we talk about her. the friend for a second. Which one? Oh, Since my I've God. only seen two episodes. Her best friend. What 
about um, when the best friend started sleeping with the guy that she had previously slept with. So I know this happens sometimes in real life, but I feel like the way the friend goes about it is just so like weird. It's terrible. It was like, what's the big deal? You guys don't even anyway. It's fine. Like it happens in real life, but the friend just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. I just want to reference when I was talking about the passion that I have that comes out in anger. If one of you two bitches came to me and had that scenario, you're totally going to get punched, punched in the face. But that's odd behavior, man. There's six, there's 9 billion people in the world. Pick somebody else, man. Jesus. Like it's not okay. Like people do wild things. Remember the like swingers party scene that Danielle hasn't seen yet. People do wild things. And if you're at a swingers party one night and you guys both like consented to go and you guys hooked up and then later you're like, hey, like this was fun. We're going to do it again. And there's consent. But the fact that you like and they had a traumatic like breakup, the fact that you just decided to say, oh, well, I seen him one night and like it was great. And then we just kept going like punch in the face. But like and I think it's weird that she didn't even met. So one thing to do it. Right. But the second thing, like you didn't even mention it to your friend. Like, wouldn't that come up in conversation? Hey, I'm sleeping with so-and-so, you know him. That's whack. That's whack. <laughs> wild, yeah. That's wild. Like, sorry. There's too many people in the world to be um, doubled it. I don't even think that would be a punch in the face. Like, I think I would kick you through your front teeth. And then I would go tell your whole community what you did. Your whole You're community. Your whole, your whole community. I would just be like, yo... Denise and Dan are nasty. You nasty. Rest assured. Rest assured. You guys as guys are not my type. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank goodness. But if you meet them <laughs> on a vacation somewhere and it just so happens. No, like, man. There's too many men out there to. There, no. There's always a choice. I mean, I'm not going to mention this actually on the podcast. I was just going to say. No, no. Tuck it in. Me and Dan's past have had some interesting times but yeah but consent, that's totally consent, man. Consent. consent that's totally a separate thing this is like yeah if something like a relationship say you were, okay the whole online dating thing even say you were had dated someone for a bit it's over I start dating because I meet the same person online and then I start hoo-hawing with them A, that's just weird anyway. But B, imagine like I talk to you and see you all the time and like it it never comes up in conversation. (laughs) Like Like, what? I mean, the dating, the online dating thing, I wouldn't care about that. No, but like like, I'm saying like, like, I'm saying like how, how possibly we could have collided on the same person. But like I'm saying, had you like dated somebody for a while from it and then it ended and then I hopped on. But it's and not I even dating. To you. They had a they they had a pregnancy, a miscarriage, lived together. Like this is not. Oh, sorry, Dan. This is not like you were just dating. Like they had a, a whole history. Like yeah. fights, met parents. Like it's not. No, no. Sorry. But but I think it happens in real life. I think the show is true like that too. There's a lot of um, trifling friendships like that. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Trust me, there is. <laughs> we know, Denise, we know. 
Yeah. The Batu tribe. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure season two is coming out. Season so, two should be all about going back through Cooper's life. Yeah, I think it's going to be emphasis on Cooper because you see how they ended it with him thinking about going to his boss. Yes. So it's I think that's totally foreshadowing that he's now going to dig it's out his, his stuff. Um, but yeah, let's see. Let's see how it goes. But but then who is she to come to the door? And he has a tracker on her. And yeah. he's watching her run. And then she says, I'm not ending my marriage. But what if Cooper decides he wants to come end his marriage with you, bitch? You trifling ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who are you calling the shots? But then again, I guess she's so confident because she's a psychologist. So she knows how to mess with his mind. Yeah. Possibly. Well, like, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if she knows what she wants, but... We're going to see in, epi- in season two. Season two is a coming. Might no. have to wait two years. Might have to wait six months, but it's coming. That's so, so yeah, if you haven't seen the show yet, you should go see it. It's on Netflix. Eight episodes, 45 minutes each. Yeah. Get through- Sandy. Sandy always oh, writes oh, me. And a little tidbit that I really liked um, that, like, that really stayed in my mind was when they were sitting at the dinner table and Cooper looked at him and says, like, you're the type of guys women fuck in their 20s, <laughs> which is so true. Ooh. So, like, if you're in your if you're like in your marriage phases and you're still messing with guys like that, then you haven't transitioned and grown. There's something wrong. So that that really stuck to me. And you know what? I'm hey, hey, I'm guilty of like trying to trail back and think about the past. And then sometimes I have to kind of like collect myself and say, no, 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 no. That's not, I'm not at that phase in my life anymore. Cause you grow. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that really stood out to me. Happy that stood out for you, Denise. <laughs> yeah. And I just can't believe like, I, I just can't believe this witch took him on this entire escapade damn near and made him lose his nearly lose his job and the provisions. <laughs> Provisions. The provisions. You think you think I'm you think I'm putting my husband who makes who makes racks and dough like that in, in jeopardy to go lose his job so that so we gotta what downsize? I gotta I finish so. watching this. I'm clearly missing some juicy plot lines here. I don't think so. She's she's selfish. And the thing is too, it's like she can she can execute all of these, but the minute she finds out that his boss made her him feel a certain type of way she gets a little bit like jealous but then is it not like two can play this game like what's the problem if you can't dish it don't take it Mm. oh you know what i used oh you know what i used to hear from somebody they used to say if you can if you can reap it if you can reap it you better know how to sow it or something like that (laughs) good one denise Thanks. Yes, <laughs> I mean, if you can reap something, you can sow something. Thanks for your, your contribution. Who don't want to takey, takey, want What's that other one? Never mind. Oh, wrong oh, one. Tina getty, getty, but getty, getty, auntie. And that's our lesson of the day. For you today. <laughs> our lesson for today is who no want can takey. <laughs> 
Um, Thanks, Dan. How come Dan never puts on a Trini accent? Um, that's a whole other topic. Can you give us one right now? No, I can't. Please. It only comes out when my dad's talking to me because he speaks broken English. And then I have no choice but to answer back that way. Um, I have this thing where it's like, I was born and raised here. And I think it's weird if I were to walk around with the Trini accent. It, it, it go to Trinidad for a whole, like two years. Like imagine if I only spoke Trini to you guys, it'd be kind of like, that's a whole other topic. Can we make that another topic? I have a whole thing about that. Can you just All give right. us something though? Right now? No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Meanwhile, her dad has sick Trini accent. We give you, we give you Jamaican all the time. I mean, Pam, you and Pam uh, bust out the Jamaican sometimes. We do. We do. All right, fine. We're Why going. don't you two talk like that all day? Do you want to do that on the next episode? And the next, ep- okay, fine. How about the next episode? You two speak to Jamaican and I'll speak Trini, but mine is like Trini Vincy mixed together. Okay, yeah, let's do that. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're talking, okay. We're talking like the button is not red. <laughs> it's still in recording mode. <laughs> okay. So, uh, On the next I've, episode. <laughs> thanks for listening in. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and can't wait to be with you again next week. If you've taken anything away from this today, it's to live, love, forgive, have faith, and always have a glass of wine and your girls. We can't wait to be with you all again next week. See you soon.